I love SMBC because I've been a member here for over 20 years, and Pastor brings a word every Sunday. Ministry here is for the entire being. Uh, I love the way it touches the mind, the body, and the soul. Uh, we have women's ministries. Welcome to our world. I've gone to several churches before, and the truth that Pastor preaches about the Word, his leadership, and his vision is just pure. Welcome to our world. What keeps me coming back to St. Matthews is the youth program. They continuously put effort into the young into the young mentors. Welcome to our world. Bienvenidos a nuestro mundo.
First Lady, Lord. Help her, dear Father, to continue moving forward, dear Father, in the calling for which you have called her, dear Lord. We thank you, we praise you, we glorify you, and we trust and believe, dear Lord, that you are the only, one and only true and living God. It is in Jesus' precious, holy, righteous, and miraculous name we do pray. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Come on and praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. 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 You have won the victory. this morning and you seated in majesty oh God and you are the reason king come on help me sing hallelujah 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 say you have won the victory Come on, raise your voice and sing hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have won it all. If you know nothing can hold him down, but you are the risen king. Come on, say you see it in majesty. You are the great. You are the risen king. By his stripes. By his nail-pierced hands, we're free. By his blood, we're washed clean. Now we have the victory. Come on, say the power of sin is broken. The power of sin is broken. That's good news. Come on, say, and he has won. Yes, he has. He's won it all. Come on, lift your voice and sing hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. 
on, stand to your feet and raise your voice. Sing hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. You have won it all. Come on, raise your voice. And death could not hold you. Death could not hold you down. For you are. And you see it in majesty. You are the risen king. See it in majesty. See it in majesty. 
raise your praise right there. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Hallelujah is the highest praise. Hallelujah is the highest praise. Hallelujah. And since hallelujah is the highest praise, we're going to stay right there. How many know the Lord is high above the heavens and his glory above the nations? I said, who knows that the Lord is high above the heavens? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord is high above the heavens and his glory above the nation. The Lord is high above the heavens and his glory above the nation. Come on, the Lord is high above the heavens. The Lord is high above the heavens. And his glory above the nation. The Lord is high above the heavens. The Lord is high above the heavens. And his glory above the nation. The Lord is high above the heavens. The Lord is high above the heavens. And his glory above the nation. The Lord is high above the heavens. The Lord is high above the heavens. And his glory above the nation. The highest praise, knowledge, and all your ways, and all the people sing Halle, 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 I said the Lord is high above the heavens. The Lord is high above the heavens. And his glory above the nations. And his glory above the nations. Give God the highways, not to man all your ways. And all the people sing Halle, Halle, Halle. Halle, Halle, Halle. Halle, Halle, Halle.
Halle, 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 Thank 
about you, but I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. Our feet shall stand within God gates, O Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Let's bless his name for another day for giving us safety to get here this morning. You ought to praise him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for being as old as you are. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for salvation. If it had not been for the Lord, what would you do? Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Praise God. You may be seated. I ask you to prepare your heart for the reading of the word. And now we'll have Reverend Brown. morning will come from 1st Kings chapter 17 verses 1 through 3 1st Kings chapter I'm sorry 1st Kings chapter 17 1 through 3 and a word reads as follows and Elijah the Tishbite who was of the inhabitants of Gilead said unto Ahab as the Lord God of Israel liveth before whom I stand there shall not be dew nor rain these years but according to my word And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee hence, and turn thee eastward, and hide thyself by the brook of Cherith, that is before Jordan. Minister Arnold. Continue with the scriptures in the book of Jonah, chapter 1. Jonah, chapter 1, verse 1. And this is what the word of God says. Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness is come up before me. But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord, and went down to Joppa, and he found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare thereof and went down into it to go with them unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. Good morning, St. Matthew. Our third scripture will come from Romans 8, 28 through 30. Romans 8, 28 through 30. And it reads, And we know... That all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Verse 30. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called... Them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. Amen. We'll have prayer by Minister Fote. Let us go before the throne of our magnificent and wonderful King. Lord Jesus, we are gathered today with excitement. We are gathered today with joy. 
We are gathered today in your name, Father God, because you've called us and you've adopted us to be your children, Lord Jesus. So since we're here in your name, Lord God, we are asking you to bless your service as we offer up worship to you, Lord God, as we offer up our praises to you, as we offer up our songs to you, Lord God. We want to give our very heart, soul, and mind to you, Lord Jesus, for there's none like you, Lord God. We've searched high and searched low, Lord Jesus. There's no one that does us like you, Lord God. So we thank you for your majesty. We thank you for your glory. We thank you for your grace, Lord God. We thank you for your love, Father God. Thank you for making us and conforming us to be your image. And thank you for gathering us, Lord, to worship you, Lord God. We also want to thank you, Lord God, for a, fun, a, a fantastic pastor, Lord God, a wonderful pastor, Lord God, who's been faithful, Lord God, who honors you, Lord God, who's teaching us the word, Lord God. We want to thank you for him, Lord God. We praise Jesus. You restore him, Lord God. You send him back to us, Lord God, so we can follow you all the more, Lord God. So, Lord God, we're just thankful, Lord Jesus, for everything today. We're thankful for the preach of the hour. Hide him behind the cross, Lord God. Speak to our hearts. Let him speak with power, Lord God. Let us speak with certainty, Lord God. But whatever we do, Lord God, let it be to your glory. Let it be to your praise. Let it be a witness, Lord God, of your love. Let it be a witness, Lord God, of how magnificent you are, how wonderful you are. So whoever's in this place that doesn't know you will know you, Lord God. They'll know of your love. They'll know of your grace. Know of your mercy, Lord God. For you are worthy of all our praise. So we lift our hands in praise to you. We lift our voices in praise to you, Lord God. We look ever to you, Jesus, our King, our Lord, our resurrected Savior, who's alive and doing well. And we can't wait, Lord God, till you come back and get us. We can't wait, Lord God, till we're before you, Lord God. We can't wait to have crowns to throw at your feet. Whatever you want to do, glorify your name, for you alone are worthy of all our praise. Worthy of our service. Worthy, worthy, worthy. We love you, Jesus. We magnify you, Jesus. We glorify you, Jesus. We lift up your miraculous, mighty, mighty name. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Let us all say amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Don't stop raising your praise. You don't got to stop raising your praise. This is what we came for. Hallelujah. 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 What a mighty prayer. Hallelujah. I felt that thing. I wasn't the only one, was I? Hallelujah. I needed that. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We thank you. We praise you. We love you. We honor you. Woo! Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. All right, I'm going to do my job and get out the way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This next song right here says, The Lord is my shepherd. He goes before me. <laughs> Defender behind me. But I won't fear. Hallelujah. I am not alone. Because he's with me. He's always with me. He always guides me through mountains and valleys. Woo! Jesus. Yes, Lord. Let's sing. Come on, y'all. Let's sing. The Lord is my shepherd. 
Yes, Lord. He goes before me. Yes, God. Defender behind me. I won't fear. Next part says, I'm filled with anointing. Come on, anybody filled with anointing on this morning? My cup's overflowing. I declare it now. His joy is refreshing. Yes, it is. It restores my soul. Defender behind me. Defender behind me, but I won't fear. I won't fear. I won't fear because I'm filled with anointing. Oh my God. And my cup's overflowing. Come on, this ain't nothing but scripture, y'all. Y'all should be on fire right now. His joy is refreshing. This ain't nothing but Psalms 23. It restores my soul. Can we say that again? Can we say that one more time? I don't think they heard us. Come on, I need y'all to hear this. He goes before me. Come on, come on, somebody. Defender behind me. Defender behind me. Oh, come on, I need y'all to sing it like you know it's real. Say, I won't fear. I won't fear. Yes, God. Come on, congregation. They say, I'm filled with anointing. I'm filled with anointing. Uh huh. Say, my cup overflowing. My cup's overflowing. Yes, God. His joy is refreshing. His joy is refreshing. Ooh, it restores my soul. Restores my soul. Come on, people of God, sing hallelujah. I am not alone. The Lord God, He's my comfort, and He always holds me close. Come on, sing it again, sing it again, sing it again. Come on, raise the highest praise. Hallelujah. I am not alone. I'm not alone. Said I'm not alone. Said I'm not alone. 
And he walks with me, he talks with me, and he's my comfort. Woo! And he always holds me close. I don't think they heard us. Let's sing it one more time. Let's sing hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I am not alone. I'm not alone because he promised that he would walk with me and talk with me and guide me and lead me. And he's my comfort. And he always holds. Come on right here. Right here. This part says, Your spirit lives within me. So I will walk in your peace. Your spirit lives within me. My victory and my victory. Your spirit lives within me. Yeah, so I will walk. Say your spirit. That's my victory. My victory. Say your spirit. So I will walk. Say your spirit. Say my victory. My victory. Say your spirit. So I will walk. Say your spirit. Say my victory. Say my victory. Say my victory. My victory. Say it's my victory. It's my victory. It's your victory. Your victory. Say my victory. My victory. Say my victory. Say my victory. Say my victory. Yeah. Say my victory. My victory. My victory.
Everybody sing hallelujah, hallelujah. Say, I'm not alone. I am not alone. Even when I'm at home by myself, I'm not alone. I'm never alone. He's my comfort. And when no one else is there, he'll always hold me close. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Can we sing that one more time? And I promise y'all we're getting out the way. Last time, sing hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say, I am not alone. I am not alone. Come on, just lift your hands and say, he's my comfort. He's my comfort. And when no one else is around, he'll always, he'll always hold me close. Last time, your spirit, and I'm getting out the way. Your spirit. Your spirit lives within me, so I will walk in your. Sing your spirit. Your spirit lives within me. Sing my victory. My victory. My victory. Say your spirit. Your spirit lives within so me, so I will walk. So I will walk in your. Sing your spirit. Your spirit lives within me. My victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am not alone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good morning, St. Matthews. You ought to give the Lord a hand clap this morning because he is worthy to be praised. I don't know about you, but I know where he brought me from. Hallelujah. I better watch myself because I'll be done start moving around. God has been so good to me. So glad to be in his presence with his saints. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah, go ahead on and give him a hand clap. Because it's in you to do it. Because he did something for you. At this time, we're going to ask Sister Elena Mitchell Ziegler to come. Good morning, St. Matthew's family. Good to see you all this morning, giving honor to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, our senior pastor, Dr. Raymond Gordon, the ministers, and all of you. I have a very brief message for you from our beloved pastor. He would like you all to know that he thanks you sincerely for all of your prayers. His procedure went very well. It went excellently. We praise the Lord Jesus Christ for that. 
He is strong and he is home resting comfortably. So once again, thank all of you prayer warriors for praying for our pastor. He would like you to know that Jesus loves you. He loves you. And I love you. Have a beautiful Sunday. Praise the Lord. Thank God for our pastor. Just as she said, we should keep praying. Amen. Are there any announcements today? Amen. Amen. Are there any visitors here today? Are there any visitors in the house here in St. Matthew's? If you are here, would you grace us by standing so we can see you and appreciate you? Any visitors? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're so glad you came. So glad you're here. The ushers have a package for you and want to tell you, we're so glad you're here. And if you don't have a church home at the end of this service, this is a good place for you to consider. Amen? Amen. Amen. And now, Reverend Jackson. Come on, why are you sitting here? Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. And forget not his benefits. Bless the Lord. By way of announcements, uh, please be advised that the homegoing service for Jack Q. Uh, Curry, Jack, Jack Q's Curry has changed per request of the family. The service will take place here at St. Matthew's tomorrow, February 26th. The viewing will be from 9 a.m. to 10, and the service will begin promptly at 10 a.m. Amen? Amen? Amen. Now, is Debbie Welch here this morning? Debbie Welch, I'd like for you to stand. I, I would ask you to come down front, but don't, you don't have to. Uh, Pastor Gordon asked that we take a few moments uh, to recognize a longtime faithful member for her diligence and service. Amen. Sister, Sister Welch is in the balcony. She's been at St. Matthew's before there was a St. Matthew. Amen. Uh, please remain standing, Debbie, if you don't mind. Uh, Sister Welch has been a member of St. Matthew's for over 30 years, and she has been instrumental in our youth and educational development department, as well as the drama department. She will be temporarily relocating to Texas with her daughter. Uh, we pray that um, her leave of absence will be the, nece- will be the ne- necessary element that she needs right now. We pray that Lord Jesus Christ will watch over you and continue to keep his guiding hands upon you throughout that journey. Pastor sends his love and his wishes you well. May God bless you, Sister Delby Welch. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Amen, amen, and amen for Sister Welch. We thank God for you, Sister Welch. And we will be checking on you to make sure you are in Florida. I mean, in Texas. 
Oh, you know pastor's going to check on you, so be of good cheer. When you hear Reverend Jackson calling, just be of good cheer. And now we have a baby blessing. Rashid, uh, Cynthia are the parents. Uh, Savannah is the bundle of joy right here. And we have the grandparents of the daughter and the son. Uh, we do not save or baptize or sprinkle children here in our church. Children have to be willingly accept Jesus Christ when they realize that they are sinners. Amen? Amen? Psalm 103, verse 17 and 18 tells us, But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting, and upon them that fear him, and his righteousness unto children's children, to such as keep his covenant, and to those that remember his commandments to do them. And parents... If you are saved, and you, I know that you are saved, you came up in this church, it is your responsibility to always pray for Savannah. That is our bundle of joy. And so live before it, that God will honor your desire for this baby to grow up and be safe, and even the godparents or the grandparents, that it may be so. And I pray... Father, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, protect, bless, and anoint this child in the abundance of joy you so freely give. Thank you for the honor to bring this child in your presence. Equip the parents and the grandparents and the families and friends with all that love this child to seek first the kingdom of joy and your love for this child. In Jesus Christ's name, we pray with thanksgiving. May God bless you. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap. Let's give the Lord another hand clap. the Lord for that baby. I spent a lot of time with my grandchildren and I love them and in fact they're coming over to eat the house down today. And now it's offering time. What is a tithe? A tithe is a tenth. If you make $500 a week, a tithe is $50. If you make $1,000 a week, a tithe is $100. In Malachi 3, the words read, Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, Wherein have we robbed thee? 
in tithes and in offerings. You are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. So bring you all of the tithes into the storehouse, so that there might be meat in my house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts. And if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you will not have room enough to receive. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. And he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. And all nations shall call you blessed, for you shall be a delightsome land, saith the Lord of hosts. Amen. Choir. We sing the praises to the king, for he's the king of kings. We sing the praises, for he's the king of kings. Come on, choir.
time we're going to hear from Reverend Hill. Amen. Give him a hand clap as he comes. Good morning. It is my pleasure and I truly mean a pleasure to say good morning to you St. Matthew's Baptist Church. It's my pleasure and a joy to introduce our pastor's choice to preach to you today. That is none other than our own Reverend Leroy McNair. Come on here. Say something. Yeah. Sister Linda McNair who sits right there He's been married to his wife for 53.95 years. Yeah. All right. Sister Linda and he have a daughter and a son. And two brilliant 
grandsons with a vivacious appetite. And they love their grandparents. <laughs> After the choir sings, the next voice you will hear is Reverend Leroy McNair, the preacher of the hour. Please stand with a hearty hand clap when he comes. And if I can say anything about him, when he hooks you with the word, oh Lord, I pray that you will know that you need to give your life to the Lord. Amen. Y'all know what song this is already. We don't have to say a word. Your worship should be lifted right now as the music is going forth because we know that all our help comes from Him. All total praise belongs to Him. Hallelujah. Yeah. 
Take from the top, take from the top. Take from the Lord. Yeah. Come on, whole house, sing with us. My night. I know y'all know this song to the hills. We didn't come to sing to y'all, we came to worship with y'all, knowing my help. You have to lift it for yourself. The choir singing it is okay, but you have to lift it for yourself. It's coming. Hallelujah. It's coming from you.
You are, you are the source of my. Real soft. Say, I lift my hands. I lift my hands. Thank you, Jesus. In total. Say, I lift my hands. I lift. I lift my hands, I lift my hands, I lift. I lift, I lift. I lift. Can we all just lift our hands? No, can we all just lift our hands? In total prayer. Say, I lift my hands. There's something about lifting your hands and surrendering to the Lord. But you gotta lift your own hands. Say, I lift my hands. I lift my hands in total. Everybody lift it up too. Come on and raise your praise right there. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. How many know that he's the source of our strength? And that he's the strength of our lives. Bless his name this morning. You may be seated. Heavenly Father. We thank you for another day and another time. We ask your blessings on your servant. We pray that you would edify these, your people. We pray that you would bless our pastor and every soul that is sick everywhere. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good morning to you. Giving honor to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And to our senior pastor, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr., and his wife, First Lady Sister Diane Gordon, who makes them two. Because what? Two is better. Pastor Gordon, I thank you so much for this privilege to stand behind your pulpit and to speak to your congregation. I don't take it lightly to be entrusted with responsibility of this level. I will continue to pray for your healing and well-being. And I ask this congregation to also continue in prayer. For a day soon and very soon when you, Pastor Gordon, shall bless us with your presence. Pastor Gordon has spent 37 years putting things in order. 37 years of being married and pastoring, fathering children and moving this church in God's will. 
And so I ask you, come on, give our pastor, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr. and his wife, Sister Diane Gordon, a rousing appreciation. Come on, come on, come on. Praise the Lord. I want to acknowledge my wife. The mother of my two children. And the Nona grandmother to my grandsons. This is the woman that I spent 87 cents on. For a chicken sandwich. And a large ice cream soda, or should it be an ice cream sundae, with wet walnuts and pineapple with a cherry on top. On September the 5th, 1965, at Florida A&M University. I spent almost a whole dollar on this woman. And I only made a dollar and 25 cents working in the university dairy an hour. But it was money well spent. Love you. Love you. There is a word from the Lord. And as I go there, let me just say I appreciate this choir. I appreciate you. I was thinking of a time when I could sing that note. Amen. Now it sounds like a door hinge that needs to be oiled. Romans 8, 28. Seems like we've been there for a few weeks. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the call according to his purpose. That central word is something I want you to hold on to today. Purpose. The theme of Romans is the righteousness of God. Chapter 6 through 8 points to the sanctification of our righteousness that is imparted to us. Chapter 8 discreetly shows us our new power in the spirit. Paul wrote this epistle to the Romans from Corinth around 57 to 59 A.D. Romans presents Doctrinal truth that cannot be moved. Justification. Sanctification. Adoption. Judgment. And identification with Christ. The overarching thought for today is staying in place is a process, a purpose 
avoiding expediency that leads to being able to help somebody else. Say it another way. Being in God's place becomes a process that results in purpose, prevents expediency, and leads to helping people. My reduced subject for you today is God's got a purpose for you. Yeah, God's got a purpose for you. Tell your neighbor, God's got a purpose for you. The definition, the definition of what it means, this word purpose, is the Greek word prothesis. It means setting forth. It means intention. Or the showbread exposed before God. Plainly stated, purpose or the will of God for our lives is a sustaining, nurturing force just like bread. We need him just like we need bread. We need God's purpose to sustain us because he is our bread of life. Furthermore, purpose is a predetermined reason For the things that must be done. Our purpose in life is the very meaning of our existence. And when we don't know this, we often suffer not knowing our own significance. We stumble, we fumble, thinking that our lives don't matter. Believing that there is no place, no process, or purpose, or spiritual mission to other people. Without purpose, we pursue the meaning of the words of a 1950s rock and roll song that was sung and written by Shirley and Lee. And the words say, come on, baby, let the good times roll. Not just for a little while, but let it roll all night long. That's what it's like without purpose. I see a life without purpose in the lyrics of a song that said, Broken wing bird, wonders in space, shattered by earth's frantic pace, trouble the money craze, broken wing shot has lost its place. Outside of myself, pretending to know me, inside of me, where is the soul of me? Who am I? What am I doing here? It's like a man or a woman Without purpose. No purpose in God. This is what it looks like. Buy a car. Find a lady. Find a man. Dress to impress. Travel and tell about it. But no God-given purpose, sustaining power that leads to helping someone else. If I had known the truth about God as a young man, perhaps I would not have wasted so much time trying to win a place of acceptance with my worldly behavior as if it were a trophy of some significance. All of those pursuits were just dust blowing in the wind. Don't get it twisted. I was directed to go to church. I was given a penny and tied up in a handkerchief. Tied up in a handkerchief. One penny. But it didn't teach because they didn't know how to teach. 
They know how to say, he died. And then someone would almost turn over the pew jumping and hollering. And you wonder, what is it that they know? You don't have to pretend something that is not real in order to make somebody feel that you are more holy than the rest of us. But that's what they did because that's all they knew. I want to compare and contrast two men in the Bible who serve purpose in helping somebody, but their place and their process of serving the Lord's guidance was totally different due to expedience. What is expedience, you say? It is a regard for politic or things advantageous rather than what is right or just. It is a sense of self-interest. We see the minor prophet Jonah, an effective popular preacher whose prophecy in 2 Kings 14 and 25 was that Jeroboam, an evil king in Israel, the northern kingdom, would expand his rule, for he was Jeroboam's puppet prophet. Meanwhile, we see the word of the Lord in Jonah chapter 1 and verse 2. And it tells him, arise and go to that great city of Nineveh and cry out against it. For the wickedness has come up before me. The place of Jonah was in Israel in the northern kingdom under Jeroboam. Jonah was reluctant to speak against an evil kingdom right where he lived. Instead of going to the place of God that he directed Jonah to go to, he fled in the opposite direction, effectively resigning his prophetic office. So he thought. He had become a backslider. Psalm 139 and 7 says, Whether shall I go from the Spirit of the Lord, or whether shall I flee from his presence? Jonah should have known that if, if he ascended to the heavens, God was there. Uh, Jonah should have known that if he go to hell, God is there. Uh, if he take the wings of the morning and fly away, he's there. Will darkness hide me? No. The question is, son of man, where are you going to run to? Predestined. Elected, called, yet there's no escape from God's purpose. You know the story of Jonah. He went to Joppa in order to pay for a passage on a boat to go to Tarshish and in the opposite direction from Nineveh. He was thrown out of the boat because the storm that occurred was because of him. He admitted it. Can you admit when you're wrong? Swallowed up by a great fish, presumed to be a whale. And there he prayed earnestly while in the belly of the great fish three days and three nights. I think we all know that when we get deep in trouble, we can say a prayer we've never said before. We can shake the house in prayer. I used to hear my mother late at night and she'd have everybody awake. And she was praying and just calling on the Lord. Just sit there and listen. The purpose was still the same, though. Go preach against Nineveh. But the people that beat him to 
to the punch. Now those people were in sackcloth and ashes and had repented from the greatest person to the least. And now Jonah was what? Angry. He didn't go to the place of God, nor the process of God. He disdained the purpose of God because he chose what? Self-interest. Expedience. Because he didn't like the people. Yet God's purpose was served. There's, you know, the truth of the matter is, even in the church sometimes we find that there are folk who don't like some people. And they don't want them to come down their row or sit on their pew. I don't like her. Then there was Elijah, Elijah, the Tishbite, First Kings 17th chapter. Place one, the place that he was at, place one, Elijah told the evil king Ahab, well, the one that was married to Jezebel, that there would be no rain or dew during the th- through these years except by my word. Place number two. God gave Elijah instructions to go eastward to hide at the brook Chereth near the Jordan River. There the ravens would bring him bread and water in the morning and in the evening. And he could drink water from the brook. But after a while, the brook dried up. Because there was no rain in the land. By the word of Elijah. Place number three. God directed Elijah to go to Zarephath. Where he had commanded a widow woman to sustain him. When he gets there the woman is gathering sticks. And he asked her to give him some water. Can I have a glass of water please? And as she was going, she, he asked her to bring him a morsel of bread. The woman said she didn't have a cake of bread, but a handful of meal, of flour in a barrel, and a little oil in a jar. In the Bible, they called it a cruise. She said she was going to prepare the little that she had for her and her son and then die. But God's purpose He had said that she would sustain Elijah. And Elijah told the woman, fear not. Do as you have said. But first, make me a little cake and bring it to me. Then make bread for you and your son. She did as Elijah said and she and her son And Elijah ate many days. And the barrel with the meal and the oil in the jar never ran out. Look at the difference between Elijah and Jonah. Jonah couldn't stay in place. He got scared and ran. He couldn't even tell the king that he was under, that he was wrong. How is he going to go down to Nineveh and tell those mean people out there that they're wrong? So he got scared and he ran. Continuing, then the widow's son got sick 
and he died. And the widow woman became angry at at Elijah. Elijah took the dead boy's body up to the room, a little loft that he had where he was staying there, and uh, he prayed to God saying, Oh Lord, my God, have you brought evil upon this widow by slaying her son? And then he stretched out his body over the boy's body three times and said, Lord God, let this child's soul come to him again. And the Lord heard Elijah and the child was revived. And Elijah presented him to his mother. And when she saw him, she says, now I know that thou art a man of God. And that the word of God is in your mouth. Elijah was in the place of God. And the process had proven to him that he could trust God. He had already been there before Ahab. And, and the Lord protected him and sent him to, to the brook of Cherith. And then the Lord had provided food by a raven. Big old blackbird. Looked nasty. But he brought him meat and bread morning and evening. Now, he told him they were going to take care of you when you get to this widow. How could he not trust God? Somebody tell you, go over there and wait, and a turtle is going to bring you a cheese and ham sandwich every day. It might take him a while, but he'll get there. But if he gets there, your trust is emboldened. Three places of God that Elijah was sent to. The process from place to place had shown Elijah the way. And he was where God wanted him to be. Are you where God wants you to be today? And he stepped into the purpose of God to help somebody else. The danger, the danger of self-interest or expedience, there is that unrighteous tug in our body, in our mind, that pull that wants to move you away from the place of God. What was I, what was I doing? Why was I going to miss? And what was I going to miss if I didn't stop at Jared's at 69th Street and Broad? As I went home from work. What, 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 why did I have to just stop? What was that tug? Turn right here. Why was the price of my stopping at the second office at 5th and Ray Street before heading over the bridge so it's a big deal? Was the American Legion in Burlington that big of a priority that I had to stop where everybody knows your name? Those stops were expedient or self-interest. I was wanton and selfless. My wife at home alone at a time slot that should have been for family. But I'm at the bar. Uh, my children looking to see their dad who could be at the dinner table and hearing how things went in school that day. Or even making rice crispy squares for them. Are telling a story to the kids at bedtime. Self-interest causes you to be out of place with God and your family. Promotion 
and climbing the ladder of success is not always good. I spent much time away from my home due to job. I had found a, a company who had the equipment to help my company, which was McNeil. I was at the Utchon Company, who makes a lot of vitamins in Kalamazoo, Michigan, in the middle of the winter for many weeks, developing this new process to move from capsule to caplet. As the process was proven and license and agreements were signed, I was told uh, while I was on a week-long trip at Vail, Colorado, that I would be asked to take a promotion to go run an operation in Puerto Rico. Oh, it was a big deal. Flying over the ocean in the corporate jet, eating in the top restaurants. But the move was not convenient. My wife would have to give up her teaching job. My raise was not equal to her salary of about forty-nine dollars to $50,000 at that time. We would have to pay for our two children to attend an all-English-speaking school in Puerto Rico. But I couldn't, I couldn't miss the stair-step job that could help me become a vice president one day. We decided that I would take the job and come home monthly. And the family would join me for the summers and the holidays, and that we did. But the trappings were great. A brand new Volvo. Green, like I like it. <laughs> a paid apartment on the 18th floor on the beach in Isla Verde. Paid membership to a golf club. A new set of golf clubs. Money to buy new furniture with. She remembers. <laughs> the result was time on hand. And abundant drugs and bars brought me to my knees. Wife and children uncovered. I was promoted when I was going back to Fort Washington again. But the damage was already done. It was a selfish decision so I could lead a magazine life. I was out of God's place and purpose and redirected to self-interest. Anybody know what I'm talking about this morning? But there, there was a man who always did right and was in the right place. He brought a process that led to purpose, that brought salvation to the whole world. Uh, his name was Jesus. He had to be in the place at the temple in Luke second chapter, where it would be fulfilled by the promise of the Holy Ghost that Simeon, an old man, would not die before he saw the Lord's Christ. Jesus showed up at the Jordan River at the right time that was a place of God for him. 
where it was prophesied that John the Baptist was made straight the ways of the Lord. He went out in the wilderness 40 days and 40 nights. And Satan thought it was the right time to tempt him with self-interest of hunger. But Jesus responded to all of Satan's self-interest offerings by saying, It is written, uh, man shall not live by bread alone. Satan continually tried to offer Jesus a deal all wrapped up in self-interest. And you see, Jesus had places to be and people to see. He had to be in the place where Mary Magdalene was suffering from seven demons. He had to get there to deliver her from those demons. He had to be in the place at Cana where there was a wedding where he performed his first miracle and turned water into wine. Jesus was right there in the temple when he cleansed the people out with money changes and animals being sold for sacrifice. Jesus was in God's purpose when Nicodemus marveled and said, what are you talking about? Jesus said, marvel not, you must be born again. He was right there in the place of God when he healed a demoniac uh, in the temple on a Saturday. Uh, Jesus was there responding to unusual faith when he healed a Syrophoenician woman, tormented daughter from long distance. Jesus was right there where he was prophesied to be when he made a triumphal entry into Jerusalem when the people said, Hosanna, Hosanna. He must needs go through Samaria, a place of purpose where he brought the good news to a woman who had been married to five husbands. Jesus was right there in God's purpose when he beat him and tarnated him with sticks and everything else without a cause. Jesus was right there at the cross of redemption when a thief said, Lord, will you remember me when you come into your kingdom? And Jesus stopped the dying and looked at him and said, Surely, this day shall you be in paradise with me. Jesus died in person. He died in purpose that whoever would believe on him would not perish but have everlasting life. It was purpose that he died until the earth moved and quaked. It was purpose that he died until the sun refused to shine. It was predetermined purpose that the moon began to drip away in blood. It was convincing purpose that the centurion cried out, Surely, surely, surely this was the Son of God. That same Jesus rose on the third day morning with all power in his hand. He said, I have all power in heaven and earth and under the earth in my hand. He served purpose for me and you. He was the Lamb of God. And his purpose was to take away the sins of the world. When he died with purpose, he saved a wretch like me. And because he died, I have purpose in my life. The words of an old common meter hymn says, A charge to keep I have, and a God to glorify, a dying soul to save, and fitted for the sky. 
to serve this present age my calling to fulfill. Oh, may it all my powers enrage to do my master's will. God's got a purpose for you and for me. Will you be in God's place to be led by the process and avoid self-interest? Step into God's purpose that will lead you to help someone else. And there's that word. It said, and we know that all things work together for good for them that love the Lord, for them that are called according to his purpose. For when he did foreknew, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. Whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. Those three words, called, justified, and glorified, are all in the past tense. Meaning they're already done. Meaning when God predestined us, we already had all we need in God's place to be moved by his process to step into purpose to help someone. God's got a purpose for you. Walk into your purpose. Right now, somebody ought to say, thank you, Jesus, for my purpose. Amen. And amen. At this time, we want to invite someone to be saved. Everything that I've said, it's all about somebody being saved. The Lamb of God had a purpose of going dying so that you could be saved. If you would confess the Lord Jesus with your mouth and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, then you shall be saved. When I was a child, they told me I had to stay on the morning's bench and just keep saying, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Nobody could read. Nobody knew. Foam coming out people's mouths. And right here in the Word, confess the Lord Jesus with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you shall be saved. Will somebody come today? Would you come? Would you come? If you've been in inappropriate sexual relations, you should come. If you drink too much, you should come. If you're torn between opinions, come. If you gamble too much, come. If you're struggling with drugs and addiction, please come. If you're not, if you're saved and you don't have a church home, we welcome you to St. Matthew's. We welcome you. Bless your brother. Is there another? Is there another? We are not perfect, but we are forgiven. Will you come? We got time to receive you. Will you come? Will you come if you were like I was? 
self-interest, tie and suit, airplane when I wanted to, thought I had it all together, crashed and burned. Nothing is promised for tomorrow. Tomorrow may never come. You have today. Will you come? Somebody else is in here who needs to come. Come. Reverend Williams. Hallelujah. Did he preach? Saints, did he bring the word of God? Nothing but the true word of God. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Bless you, Reverend McNair. Shall we stand? Lord, Father God, once again, thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, thank you for the word that you let Reverend McNair bring to us today. I pray that it continue to touch the hearts of each and every one of your children. Thank you, Lord, that we were able to praise and worship you today. Now, Lord, as we get ready to leave your church home, but not your presence, Lord, give us traveling mercies down the highway that we can reach our destination safely. Now unto him that is able to keep us from falling and that present itself faultless with exceedingly joy to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power forever. And let the church say amen, amen, and amen. Come on down and greet this great man of the hour.
I love SMBC because I've been a member here for over 20 years, and Pastor brings a word every Sunday. Ministry here is for the entire being. Uh, I love the way it touches the mind, the body, and the soul. Uh, we have women's ministries. Welcome to our world. I've gone to several churches before, and the truth that Pastor preaches about the word, his leadership, and his vision is just pure. Welcome to our world. What keeps me coming back to St. Matthews is the youth program. They continuously put effort into the young into the young mentors. Welcome to our world. Bienvenidos a nuestro mundo.